You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. It is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon on the microphone. On my right hand side, I got. Para pa pa pa. Vladimir Camaño. There you go. It gets even more you sophisticated. Find something new. <laughs> on my left hand side, thing. you got Ali Muhammad in, in uh, the conversation. Guru, there you go. Love the that voice man. of your children. Love that man. <laughs> yeah. And then on my immediate left, we got a guest in the building. Drum roll. Uh, this man is a uh, television legend. He's on. You know, he's a pioneer. He's myth. a producer. Myth. He's a myth. He is uh, Loch Ness. Now he's a, he's a powerhouse of the television game. I first met him. Uh, VH1, working on Big Morning Buzz Live. Then us, man, is done. The late, great Big Morning Buzz Live. The late, great Big Morning Buzz Live. Moment of silence. There it is. How about that? Uh, Guy Court, Uncommon Sense. Guy Code. Guy Code. Mad Brainstorms up in here. Right. And and we also did a, a sketch together. You know what I mean? We did. It's a damn, damn shame. shame. Yeah. Give it up right now for Andrew Goldstein. Give it up for what my up? Man. What up? What right, up? Right, At right, right, on right, Twitter. Right. Oh, no Happy uh, Russia Shana, guys. No doubt. Rosh and high Burger Shirts. I am. Oh, I'm a burger. I am a burger enthusiast and uh, uh, a new member of the Gotham Burger Social Club. I'm in a legit uh-huh. burger monthly burger club where you damn. eat overpriced burgers. Yes. And report on that. That is what we do. How's, how's our PETA fan base, uh, Damien? Is it pretty big? I mean, they've been declining, so that's why we okay, go on so. full force with all of the you know we talk cow bur- slaughter. We talk burgers at the end. I'll give you uh, some top five edge or something. I mean, yeah, we've talked. We're gonna get into that. I'm I, sure I send will. Damien recommendations now yeah. and again. Absolutely, no, dude, I'm a burger head. Absolutely, but I'm happy to have you in the building. Thank man. you, sir. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Nice to meet everybody. No doubt, right, man. Right, right. So, uh, what's popping? Well, where we left? I mean, last week. What, what's going on this week? What we what we seen this Mayweather? Did anybody see this Mayweather fight? I refuse to pay for another Mayweather fight. I thought this one was there. Free. The there are no, <laughs> there are no Mayweather fights. <laughs> you good now? I paid for the last. Well, come on now. There was that whole thing on ESPN. I think it was where they said he injected himself with like an anti-inflammatory Ooh. right before the Pacquiao fight. You guys didn't hear about that? No. I mean, they always got yeah. some swirling around. I, this is my belief. I think Mayweather has a team of writers. They got a writing room, and they put little dramas together to get people to get hyped for the fight. So apparently, the way the sounding is that Mayweather and Pacquiao are gonna come in for, again for the last for the number fifty fight. That's what it sounds like. I don't even oh, think that's gonna be a draw, just for the fact that Pacquiao didn't look competitive enough to just. Pacquiao looked like he was trying to just get that check. He was trying to get that check. Yeah. He took that check. He took so, that check. I mean, to his chin. Speaking of the check, I mean, nobody's seen it. Nobody cared about it. What were the numbers? He still made seventy million dollars. Oh, he made seventy million dollars. <laughs> now was it a free? How fight? You, I thought the fight was free. How you make seventy million dollars fighting Berto? Dude, Mayweather. Because Mayweather. It's crazy. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is, Andrew? I'm pretty sure you know this. That's, what, that's why I think he has a team of writers. They give you the illusion that maybe this could be the guy. That this could boxing be the guy. Boxing is so washed, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, yeah, boxing is Especially now washed. that Mayweather is retired, boxing's got to be considered washed. Who? Who? It's it's terrible. Who's, who are the kids? It ain't. I'm not a boxing guy. Listen to talk. the kids, bro. You got to, I guess. Who I, are, I think Worldstar has better fights. Absolutely. Yes. Boxing does at this point, right? <laughs> Absolutely. In, in, in your local Denny's. They should have pay-per-view world star fights. I How still about that can't give it to UFC yet. I haven't bought on to the UFC. Ronda hype. Rousey? 
I mean, it's cool. Ronda Man. Rousey's a phenomenon. That's cool. She's, you know, but Can still. I give you my, because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a wrestling guy. I work for the WWE. Yeah. I've been a right, wrestling right, fan right. for 30 plus years. I'll give you my uh, five, 10 seconds on the UFC. Go ahead. Starting now. 10. Nine. They Nine. need to embrace the wrestling stink. They they need like when Brock Lesnar was in the UFC. Okay, that shit was popping. Uh huh. And he he fought, won the title, stood on the on the on the Coors Light logo and said, "I drink Bud Light." He cut a heel promo that they call oh, okay. in the wrestling business. They need that wrestling aura uh -huh. where the stars are built up to be larger than life. Mm. Dana White, yeah, needs a little Vince McMahon in him. He fights he fights so hard to make UFC seem legitimate. Yeah, that he choose big word anything to do with wrestling even though his biggest star came from the wwe and, and ronda rousey brock lesnar oh, okay. and ronda rousey just appeared at wrestlemania will probably appear at the next wrestlemania mm. <laughs> those dudes like rampage jo rampage jackson and bones jones those dudes should be on boxes of cereal kids should know who those dudes are and they don't they, they are not household names they should be on every yeah. talk show they should be on conan they should be on fallon they should be doing everything but the only person you hear about is dana white uh, that's my theory i mean yeah but it, they gotta have some personality i saw something you gotta have i don't know i don't exactly. know many of these guys this one dude you probably know the dude he's a irish guy yeah he's nuts mcgregor yeah now he's a person that he's a exactly heel. he was but do a, you see him on sh on talk shows no they they put him in the background well i mean this is this is the first time i've ever seen him so now i would like to say they, this is how fucked up it is for the ufc not fucked up but this is how hard they pushing they had basically everybody that competes in the UFC at one press conference just talking shit to whoever, and whoever the crowd <laughs> responded to, they felt like, okay, that might be the guy. That was a yeah. focus group. Yeah, it was basically was it was a focus a, group. They, they were trying to figure trying to see, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had yeah. Polls. They Bring taking, them all. Yeah. Casting. It Eighty percent of people really enjoyed. He Dana White's not the carnival barker that Vince McMahon is. He has no. I mean, he knows how to get like the core people in the building, but they need to get the other people in the building. And Ronda Rousey, I think, is doing that because it's such a gimmick. She hype. She hot. But right she's now. great. She's not even a gimmick. That's almost disrespectful that I would say that. She but is. she is legit. And she went on record saying that she could beat Mayweather. Yeah, she said, but she said I would kick Mayweather's ass. Well, there's that. no upside to that for Mayweather. Oh, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a known supposedly domestic abuser. <laughs> so if he really give it to us, you don't I win. Mean, you right. don't win. He, he like, loses either way. Yeah, that's lose, always lose. the worst. But dog it, to that throw. question comes down to what kind of fight is it? Is it straight boxing? Because then I go with Mayweather. But if you're allowed to do takedowns and shit. I'm Ronda Rousey all the way. Beat him up. I still with Mayweather. Mayweather's <laughs> no, too elusive. Not. You can't he grab him, but you can't yeah, catch, man. Yeah. I might sting you with something. Yeah, but you get, still a you man. You take down. You put that that rear naked choke on him. You got to do all of that fast because Mayweather is come Ronda on, Rousey. Forty nine and zero. Ronda Rousey, would you smash? I gotta look at her. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at it. I don't know again. Ali, would you smash Ronda Rousey? Yeah, Talk about so. focus group. Ronda Rousey, Vlad. I, think, so. I think just for I me. Mean, that's uh, too manish. Most guys would do it <laughs> for the story. You do it for the you story. You do it for the story. I don't know. Man. Would you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nobody is like, yeah. Chris. Chris is, yeah, I'd do it. Chris is said, fuck yeah, yep, yeah. I'm that guy. I'm a fan, though. Oh, yeah. right, oh okay. Right, right. So that's what it is. What, You're a fan. Now, which one of them used to be a man? Well, there was, that was a um, cyborg or some shit. No, no, no. There was a I forget her name. We talked about it on Race Wars a couple of weeks ago. But she like f he fought in the military and everything, and then he switched and became a boxer. And 
fought a bunch of a couple of fights until they figured out that he used to that she was a man. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that's that crazy, crazy you get the surgery just so you can hit just a woman and get away yeah. with it? <laughs> just for the advantage. Oh, right. you can have my dick if I get to punch a girl. Nah, I'm keeping my dick. <laughs> I think that's a cool thing. I'll keep my dick. I just won't I won't hit women. Uh I you know, fuck it. The Mayweather shit. I wasn't interested, you know what I mean? One, Berto wasn't enough of a draw. Nah. There's footage of Berto sparring with Dame Dash, and Dame Dash does tap his jaw. <laughs> it's Harlem, baby. Yeah, and Dame Dash is just an executive. He, you know, that's an amateur fighter. Well, you know, he was he, a boxer back he, in the he day. He was, no, he got hands, and I'm not discounting his hands, but he has hands for an exact. he's not, he's no, not he 49 was a, he and was a, He was a boxer, though. But he ain't on Floyd's level. Did no, he's not on Floyd's level <laughs> that's at my all, thing. but so he my, was a boxer, though. Yeah, but have still, you guys? Have you guys seen the trailer for Creed? Yes. Yeah, I'm with that. The, the second one just dropped today yeah, saw, as we're shooting yeah, here on jail cell. Tuesday. Yeah. I would I would pay $70 to watch uh, Michael B. Jordan as Creed versus Mayweather. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan <laughs> will be on his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be terrible for that man. <laughs> He's an actor. <laughs> Fruitvale <laughs> Station. Yeah, no problem. You know, that, that was a cut. All right, we're gonna take it back to when you're Friday swing, night lights out. <laughs> you guys exactly. gonna we gotta say you gotta get over to Sly Stallone, dude. This guy knows how to make a franchise. Yes. Jesus Christ. I mean what this is number eight Rocky in the series? Something. What is it? Well it's not Rocky, this is Creed. But I mean you got like, but it's, it's an extension. It's the unofficial you, seventh movie. But I bet you he's had that Creed script in Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you know what's gonna happen next, right? Yes. The what? Dolph Lundgren character probably has a son out His there. His son. And yeah. he's gonna end up fighting Creed in the sequel. Vladimir. Ooh, so. Yeah, his I'm not mad at that. See, you see what I'm saying? This thing is endless. What about Clubber Lang? He got a, he got a, he got a seat out there. You he know, Clubber Lang got like nine kids yeah, out there, <laughs> out in those streets. <laughs> they they <laughs> training yeah, together. He got this shit together. He got like nine, ten kids. Yeah, Sean camping it. Mickey got a couple kids out there. Creed's gonna be a winner though. Yeah, I fell off about the Clubber Lang. I fell off that the Rocky guy. series. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. What was that? That's five. That was seven. No, Rocky Balboa was, was really six because five was an actual movie with Tommy Gunn. Mm. Balboa was the one they just did. The one that's called Rocky Balboa. It's just called Balboa, Balboa. but it's technically Rocky Six, and then Creed is technically Rocky Seven. Balboa's the one where he has that epic line outside the restaurant. He's like, "It's not how hard you get up, whatever." Hard yeah, fight. which is a which is Balboa a was about his son. His son. Balboa was his and the, son. And the restaurant. And the restaurant. He opened up the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but this movie... Balboa was good, though. Balboa One of them was, was really was good. Balboa, Balboa was all right. Yeah, yeah. Rocky V, pretty terrible yeah. movie. But okay. there's the scene where he goes back to the old gym in Philly, and they do flashbacks to him and Mickey. And if you don't cry at that scene, you're not a human being. Yeah, it's true. See, now, I hate those type of statements. Nah. Why? Because <laughs> you're not a human. <laughs> I'm, I maybe, maybe I'm a fucking I, I despicable have... creature. Or... <laughs> Or do you see the intent behind it, and that's why you don't cry because you, you feel like you're being puppeted yeah. into tears. Yeah, I'm like, don't manipulate why, yeah. my emotions. I'm dead inside. Like in an NWA it, movie. It I'm like, dead yeah. inside, but Rocky gets me all but the that time. Means Yo, I watched dead. the trailer for Creed, and there's a scene where Rocky's in the hospital, yeah. and he's sitting, and Michael B. Jordan's sitting by his bedside, and he's like, just fight, whatever. Fucking well up just Absolutely, watching the dude. trailer. Yeah, I think you're a little dude. sensitive. Yeah, that's, that's, I love Rocky. That's your dude. That's Rocky, your dude. Yeah, Rocky one through four as one movie is my favorite movie of all time. I just so. feel like when people say, if you don't feel anything, it makes it sets it to because I'll tell you the last time Paul Walker died, right? So everybody's like, if you see Fast Furious 7, oh, nah, nah, nah. there's this homage to Paul Walker in there. 
if you're not dead inside, you will be in tears. Right, right, right. Man, yeah, I was I, looking at that shit with the stone face. The only, like, the only thing making at that and my watch, like, all right, this shit is three hours. The only thing long. making me cry in a Fast and Furious movie is uh, Vin Diesel's acting. Ah, blah, bam. Bang, bang, bang. He does. <laughs> <P-P-P-P-P>. <laughs> I gotta he got an air horn. Though, he doesn't. You gotta give it to him though, because like it's like he's monotone every scene. Man's richer than yeah. He's made he's so up. much money. There's no act outs. Hey man, people he's, want it. There's, man. No, there's no people want it. There's no act outs. He's a big ass star on the low. Like, he is. He's killing them in he's his own. He's on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He plays Groot. Yeah. He did it one line. Not even a line. Yeah. I am Groot. That's yeah. it. That's hey. it. I'm not mad at it. He's just, the he's like a buffier version of Keanu Reeves. They they just mm. they just did just a piece on him on saying him. that that's what they want globally. They want the Vin Diesel look. Because it's ambiguous. That's yes, like, global. I got that. Most, no, I'm, ready, I'm ready for that. I'm That's ready. so unlike Dominican on the low. Yes. No, he's not. I've heard he's Dominican on the low. That? From a Dominican. First of all, the Dominican you got... go to ethnicity whenever you can't figure somebody no, out. No, no, no. I like, heard you know from, Barack is Dominican, right? I heard right? from a Dominican that he's Have you Dominican ever seen the, the, vir- low, not the classic viral video of him <laughs> breaking? He's quiet about it. He's breakdancing as a teen and he's got a big afro. Nah, I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. That's a classic viral video. We I did that on Web Junk with Patrice. I got to check it out. He was in DR? He's on cardboard Getting teaching it a, he, it's a tutorial for lear, teaching people how to break dance. And he's in a, in like an Adidas sweatsuit. Okay. And he's got an, a curly afro uh-huh. and he's doing all the popping and locking and floor moves and everything. I'm not mad at him. Google so, it. Sound Dominican to me. It's like they show it when he goes on talk shows. Hashtag, hashtag transformations. You check oh, it out. You got to look into that. I mean, you got to give Vin Diesel. You got to give props to anybody that picks the stage man. name Vin Diesel and gets away That's with it. That's not his real name, though, right? I mean, no. That, Why would it be? I mean, it's, well, I thought maybe you got, you got, you got <laughs> yeah, his parents. His real name is Leonard <laughs> yeah, Diesel. Exactly, Leonard. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, Diesel's the real Buckley. name? No. Oh, no. Say, no. Who knows? He's like Bob Cooperstein. You know what I'm saying? Bob Cooperstein. I don't know. I forget what his real name is. Tyrone Felstein. Yeah, something. That is the blackest Jewish name. You know what I'm saying? That's what then you get. Douglas Goldberg. And then you mix that together, you get Dominican. Lenny Lenny Berkowitz. Jamal Berkowitz, yeah. I'm gonna All right, Lenny, you wanna be called Vin Diesel. Go fuck yourself. Not only can he play basketball, he can manage the team. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Old yeah. Old, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Dominican on a lot. I'ma find out. Check it out. I'ma find out. We all always Saldana's half Dominican too. Yeah, but that's not on the low. I that's feel like she's out there. She came out like that. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's killing it too. Yeah. Avatar, you know what I mean? You hyped, huh? And all them aliens. You ready? You ready for your all space? All them, absolutely, goddammit. You ready she to take She's playing every color she's not. Now she's playing Nina Simone, and, and the that, internet went that, crazy that, over that. That yeah. didn't go too well. Uh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't feeling It's not that. a good casting call. I mean, doesn't, she, she doesn't. It's terrible. Yeah, it doesn't fit the part. Stretched up boundaries. It's like Emma Stone playing an Asian broad, and that went and that went horrible. Honolulu or whatever. Honolulu. With Bradley Cooper? Yeah. That was a flop. She's a redheaded white girl. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you, can't, was... you can't get less Asian. Asian than and that. she's got some of the biggest eyes in the game. Like, yeah, Emma yeah Stone. that's true, too. Like, this, <laughs> no, totally, Asian, yeah, totally. Asian am- about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to our Asian listeners. Right, right. I feel about like a Hollywood, that. like an Asian movie. Like, she has some powerful agents. Like, listen, she's getting this role. She's on fire. She's so hot. Well, that's Lil Kim famously wanted an Asian to play her in Notorious. Cause she I, I don't. Asian that I guess she wanted herself to play Asian. Now she look Asian. She could have played. She Asian. looks like that woman on the Upper West Side, the cat the woman. The cat woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ali she's on her way. I mean, she, you said what? Uh, <laughs> what you say? You know? uh, Ali fucked her. <laughs> the cat woman. She Ali, looks, do you want to clear that up? <laughs> <laughs> you clear that speculation. <laughs> now you know that ain't no. 
cats that I want to be a part of. She looks like that Ali is a family man. That too, but you know, even still, even in general conversation, that one even cat woman ain't what you want. Speaking of cats, two pit bulls attacked some dude in fucking the Bronx. I'm so upset at that video. Oh man, are you? Yeah, the pit bull is the minority of the animal kingdom. Like uh-huh. just the negative, negative. That's like cops for for dogs. But they keep well, showing these pit bull know. videos, man. Well, come on, man. I mean, I, is it that or There's is it no that? There's no context for what the hell happened. Maybe it the wasn't guy... the pit bulls. It's, it's the dogs attacked a person. But they don't frame it that the way. Man almost died. Forget that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Because wow. we don't know what the context is. You're dead was. inside. No, you're a, are you a pit bull apologist? I'm, I love pit bulls, man. So you're a pit bull apologist? Because there's a lot of pit bull apologists going on. And a pit bull's going to be. I hate to. Damon and I always go back and forth on this. Damon's like, listen, hey, he got teeth. Listen. Dog, that motherfucker yeah. do got teeth. And his jaw strength is crazy on a pit bull. Like, all right, every dog will bite, right? But when you got a pit bull, first of all, that shit look. You ever look at a pit bull's torso? That shit is like a man. Like he's standing up. Yeah, that shit look like Apollo Creed. <laughs> and then the the jaw strength is what is it? You can't pull. It's like a, a ton of jaw strength. Yeah. You don't want that shit around your kid because well, it could like, at and any what, point what you, snap. Or your neighbor. Thoughts. I have a puppy. <laughs> like, what do you uh, got? What kind of breed? Uh, it, it's we don't even know. We're trying to figure out. But he's like a little dachshund terrier mix of some sort low to the ground but terrier low face center gravity like the most docile he sleeps next to me like he's no yeah. pit bulls you know i'm white from the suburbs jewish five eight like we don't fuck with pit bulls. no white people white people, white people fuck bulls. with the yeah, gentrifiers Jews, fuck with it. the pit bulls right the but that the only thing i can think i think it's a weapon I think it's a yeah, way protection. To let, let me walk through the hood or, or with somebody the, they recognize. Uh, let you know, okay, I'm cool. Instead I'm, of having black friends, they just have they pit, got a pit bull. Pit bull <laughs> named Derek. A, re- a, re- a rescue. I love dogs <laughs> with human noise. names, by the way. Dogs with human best. names. Yeah. Shout out. What's the joke you had? The Thelonious. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Dog named Thelonious. But yeah, I, long. you know, it's what Damon said, or what you, Vlad said. You need to know the context because I want to know what the stupid human did to antagonize. Well, let's talk about that. Um, supposedly because usually like shark attacks uh-huh. that's because a fucking human being was swimming where he shouldn't have been swimming okay well in uh-huh. this particular case the the report is that the owner of the dog sick the dog on the human yeah if that's the case then yeah the, now but why there were complaints against that I, woman right do you blame the dog now well i want to no, know you, why i who feel like blame the dog in the first place no I, 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 we said the dog's Mauled the man. Right. Well, the dog does take the fall at the end of the day. The dog's going to put That's what I'm saying. The sleep. dog, right? Well, got, Maybe the owner him. might be jailed or fined or something. Well, the like dog's going to get put to sleep, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So the dog definitely. But apparently, according to the neighbors, the dogs might need to be put to sleep. They've been wilding out all summer. I've, I've heard. I've heard. Well, remember this story? Baby this kids? happened before where the that woman got her face bitten off by a dog mm-hmm. and she got it redone on Oprah. She got a face put back on. Yeah, years or Doctor Phil, one the of the new face never. No, it never. No, 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 never. No, no, no new no. face technology They're doing a head has trans- developed yet. That's in the news. The head transplant. Yeah, in Russia. Heard about a that. full head. Full yeah, head. Full head. Yeah. It's the first time ever. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, did really? it, was, was it done or the guy's doing it? They're no, doing they, it. They, they, they're they raised to, the money and he's planning for it. it. Yeah. Are they tra- wait, so dead head? Like they take no, they're taking a. They're gonna take the head of a dude who has a fucked up body. Okay. And a fucked it, up body is and that put what you it, want to do? And, and put it on a donor body. <laughs> so it's right. gonna be his head on a donor body. So the don't so but 
So who's my, dead? I love the, the medical. The body is <laughs> I love, dead. I love the, the body, non-medical description. But the body could come back so, to life with the head? It's a, it's a newly dead body. <laughs> newly dead body. So they got yeah. like 15 minutes. I don't know. Put the body in right Yeah, like ice bath, man. How do you keep the head with the eyeballs? Like I don't. It's so yeah, well, all that, of the. I feel like it's so many little. But that's what that's what they say. This, this is some crazy experimental. Probably the, ain't gonna work. Only the Russians could figure it out, and it's the opposite of every ISIS video you've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's watching it reverse. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Reconnecting that the That's probably where they get the donor body from. Oh, hey now. Oh, hey, oh, conspiracy. Oh, but back to the pit bulls. <laughs> I feel bad because the dogs are going to get put to sleep regardless of how violent those dogs are. But I think the owner uh, is at fault in, in this particular case. But usually it's the victim that antagonizes the animal, just like a surfer goes out yeah. and gets his leg bit off by a shark. But you're in the shark's home. Yeah. My thing is, and this is right. You're at the zoo antagonizing the monkey. Right. This mm. is ripe for speculation because my thing is supposedly the story that we've heard is she sick those two dogs on that dude. Mm -hmm. What did that dude say to get those two pit bulls sick? Oh, what <laughs> did what did he do? He could have called it. The it's in the Bronx. <laughs> did he did he accuse of having Legionnaires disease? It was definitely in Spanish. That's the Bronx Ebola. Definitely in Spanish. I'm thinking Ooh. of Bronx. Context. What's the worst thing you could say to some a woman in Spanish? I mean, with you two know, pit bulls. With two, I mean, you, your you know. arroz con pollo was terrible. Yeah, your guandulas, your pateles and hojas. <laughs> your pateles and hojas wasn't that good, Andrew. You know your little... little your arroz con pollo was trash, B. You, you got your Latin cuisine up. Um, yeah. I'm a foodie. It could, I mean, dude, there's just there's just so many things you could... I mean, there's some... You know, you Bronx, on, What's the on. worst defense in the, in the Bronx? Ooh. Ooh. There you go. Uptown, kicking it. Maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something. Red Sox hat on? Nah. That ain't enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Could have, could have. 62 year old, was he white guy? He's maybe, he, maybe he insulted the four train. I don't know. Maybe, you know. She sent him to the sea town for something yeah. and he came back empty handed. Uh, no <laughs> change. I, sm I suspect he smoked up all the rock. You think, yeah. it's a, you think it's a crack? You, think it's a drug you feel like this is a vintage <laughs> 90s issue. You know this, saying? Is this is 92. Crack and Pitbull. <laughs> Cracks and Pitbull. Throwback Thursday. Because <laughs> he, he hit the pipe till the rock was all gone. That's hilarious. Motherfucker, get his ass. I tell you one thing, them Pitbulls was <laughs> relentless and they get it done. Like every time they pulled away, they, they came yeah, back on his part, ass. Though, if you watch the clip, the Pitbulls actually wagging their tails. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So in their mind, they're going, hey, this is good. This we're a having meal. a great time. We're having a meal. This is a meal. And people kept jumping in. They're like, oh, there's more people getting in this. This is playtime. Mm. Well, that indicates something. And if the pit bulls have tails, then they might not be as ferocious as we think. Because when you fight a pit bull, that's the first thing you do is you clip the tail so the tail doesn't get Thank bit you. in the fight. Thank you got to clip the tails and clip the ears. I mean, so, you know. That's even worse. It was just yeah. a it's like every DMX video I ever saw. Absolutely. You know, but uh, but they said that the pit bulls had eaten a little dog earlier in the summer, okay. so they had the blood taste. They were they were bloodthirsty. <laughs> that was that was the neighbors. Uh, they you know they say the dogs been running wild in the neighborhood all summer. Ain't that crazy? And they ate a little dog earlier. Do we know the names of the dog? I feel like that mm -hmm. would, that would help to Yeah, that would kind of help. I would love to know if the dogs had bad like badass names. I think it's Emerald and uh, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy. Hannibal. Though. It's one of those things, though, where if you live on that block, you know 
Mm-hmm. Take your ass around the that's, door. That's exactly this is what one of those say. things where you just start to navigate around the danger. I'm you don't sh- do anything about the danger. You just like, right. you know, Hilarious. walk around. I'm sure so, so on New York some, One. Some grandmother tell you. Yeah, this get a baby, running start when you hit that block. Bus, I'm sure on New York One, there's going to be a story about it where they talk to the neighbors and they're like, I told you. <laughs> I told you yeah. it was still going to happen. It's, yeah. Pitbull is a pitbull. It's a pitbull. I mean, this, this, Pitbull's this, this, gonna pit. Here's the thing. My father, Pit's we live. Pit's gonna pit. My father's a super. My, my dad's been a super for close 30 years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've never had an issue with a pitbull. Yeah, no, nah, we have lucky. We've had multiple pitbulls in lucky. the building. We've had Dobermans. We've had Rottweilers. Lucky. Never an issue. Never uh, issue with any dogs. Never issue with any dogs. Okay. Yeah. No you one probably, got bit. You probably the gave the pit bull love and, you know, attention and You got a good building. Yeah, yeah, and the tenants made sure that they knew who the super was. Like, they knew, they told the pit bull, hey, this guy is going to come to the apartment on a frequent basis, so make sure you know him. So my father was cool with all the pit bulls. You know what I mean? All the pit bulls knew Can you guy. reform a pit bull with love and affection? Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they try to do. Mike Vic dogs Damon are Damon in disagrees. homes. Yeah. I just think a pit bull could catch a flashback. You know Damon what I mean? Damon disagrees. Yeah, I just never know. That shit got PT. It's, it's, a, a, it's an animal. It's always in them. Yeah. We, yeah. we humans don't really speak animals, so you don't know yeah. when it's going. You don't know what it takes to click his ass off. pop off. He's in Milan. You know. So, you know. The worst thing in horror movies is always when the people start getting possessed, but then the family pet gets possessed, and <laughs> the owner doesn't know if he should kill it or not, but the pet's about to slaughter him. And everybody else. That's yep. such a horror movie cliche. What's that yeah. movie with the crazy dog? Cujo. 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 That shit fucked me up for a minute. Christine Cujo. fucked me up. Remember oh, the car? Christine. 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 Great. Christine was scary. I got to yeah. see it again. I yeah. was a young kid, yeah. but that shit was scary yeah. as hell back in the day. Yeah, when you was young, that shit was scary. Christine. Stephen King used to be the shit. It. It he had a bunch. Carrie was some crazy shit. The Shining, the Exorcist. Remember, remember the robot Rottweiler? Nah. It was like a genetically modified Rottweiler that were killing people. Nah. It was a movie Mm-mm. that came out like in the mid mid like early nineties. Nah, that sounded like some straight to DVD. Yeah, shit. It was, it was, <laughs> uh, USA Network. Yeah, yeah, that definitely sounded like some old up all night. <laughs> it was a genetically altered Ron Rottweiler. This dude was killing people. <laughs> Oh man, what's up with your man Matt Damon, man? What's what's he doing? He putting his foot in his mouth out here in these streets. Yeah, you, well, that was you no know, TV. Your TV. I mean, this clip is just uh, I don't know. It's crazy. He, it's Project Greenlight, yeah. which is that show. It's been in so many incarnations of mm-hmm. you know trying to get a movie made and following the right. process on TV. And I guess he and Ben are sitting in a room talking to an African-American woman who's, a, I guess, a producer on the film. And for many different films, right? She's she's, a, she's yeah. experienced. She's a big-time producer. Yeah, she's she, a big-time. She's not like she, some small. Of one, dear white people. So they mm. In this clip, mm-hmm. all we know is context. the context of the clip. We don't yeah. know what happens before or yeah. after and what their relationship is. But she's, she basically says, ask the question about, um, she brings up the topic of diversity in on the producing team mm-hmm. behind the camera. On mm-hmm. we need to get a diverse set of producers, whatever. And Damon, straight faced, completely serious, says, "We don't have to worry about uh, diversity here. We only have to worry about diversity when we start casting the movie." Mm. Casting. And her reaction is so immediate, like, "What? Oh, <laughs> she is so taken aback by his honest, brutal, uh, brutally honest." Uh, Stunned. Obvious racism. <laughs> Stunned by it. I got, we're gonna put the video on the um, Facebook. And it, and it's and it's we worry about diversity when we get to the movie, which the black character is a prostitute named Harmony. Correct. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> like, it's like a on. pit bull named Emerald. Correct. I, I mean, it's almost like I I felt like I was being clickbaited. 
I mm. mean, come on, man. How does it get? I mean, that's just too. Again, they're a trying to prostitute pr- name Harmony. I I go with you. I'm a conspiracy theorist, and like they want people to watch the show, yeah. and they send out this clip because why else would they send out this right. like this terrible clip, this <laughs> incriminating clip, damning clip? But Matt Damon rolls with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, we know, has. He's uh, black has a, on the a low. Slave owner He's slave history. Owner ancestry. dot com. <laughs> yeah. Oppressor. And he got that show taken off the air because of it. And the show never aired. The, um, the well, no, he didn't get to take it off the air. What happened Dang. was no, they told they skipped gates. They convinced him to to kind of yeah, pressured him. Right. So it's on skip like, gates. That's for, your for bread and butter. Him. Your bread and butter is that's like telling Maury, yeah, 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 hold on. I know that kid's but, mom, but I don't need you to. If Maury don't do Maury, then there should yeah. be no Maury. But D, don't you think if if when that stuff happened with Affleck, if he just said, you know what, this this surprised yeah. me just as much as it surprised yeah. y'all, and and I'm I'm disgusted by it, but it doesn't have any effect on me and my beliefs and my family. Wouldn't he have? It would have been fine. He'd have been better. But he 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 had that white like I got I got this, that celebrity thing of like yeah. I gotta squash this yeah. that PR that like Olivia Pope shit yeah right. I gotta protect my and I unfortunately protect my Skip yeah. loses his job but who yeah. but Skip Crazy. fucked up because this is your house this is your thing if you're a white guy Skip probably sent that hot nanny into his house to break up his marriage <laughs> maybe hope I hope Skip did something but uh <laughs> but listen this is my thing if you're a white guy who's going on a show about ancestry. There's always the chance that your people might have owned some black people. So you already run that risk. Like, that's what could be revealed every week. If I keep watching this show week after week after week, no white people own slaves. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? These ain't white people. I mean, as a black guy, I'm under the assumption that shit. You link to a slave on that at some point. At some point. I'm I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. We wear the slaves. It's not big news. I feel like it was something. It's just an assumption. Yeah, it became a convenience, it seemed. It was like, you ain't got a slave, but you better get you a slave. Nigga, you out here picking all that crap. What kind of white motherfucker is you? you. <laughs> so my thing is... It's not a spoiler alert. Skip played himself. Yeah. Skip played himself on a few different levels. One, by agreeing to do it. And two, by sending that old <laughs> passive-aggressive-ass email to Sony. Hey, your boy, you know, wants me to... You know, suppress this information. What should I do? Come on, man. Why are you sending an email to, to Sony? Well, that's the to, paper trail. To ask. Everybody played that situation yeah, completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's like. But with Damien, I, I, Damien. you know, on it on the on its own, it's really uh, incriminating. But I right. think it's promotion for the show yeah. and right. it's, it's salacious. It's clickbait, like you said. Right. Yeah, and it's got to be some type of resolution. Yeah, it's definitely it's resolution. Gotta, oh. Come on, next, how, how the, many? First of all, you got you know the. The white guys and the the white guy with the slave on the heritage. Yeah. With the the lone black producer who came from dear white people. Yeah. I mean, it's like the next five seconds of the video is just ah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just bullshit. I'm just fucking with you. Okay, but let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, let's 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 take off our politically correct hats. Let's be honest here. How much does diversity matter behind the camera as opposed to in front of the camera? I mean, the story's good and it's well cat. Like how much? Like if you think about some of the best black movies, or even some, you know, like just are is that you know, like my thing is it matters. I want there to be diversity just as far as the business is going, right? You know what I mean? But how aware 
is the consumer about the, diversity behind the camera? And the consumer's never aware of what's happening behind the camera for the most part. But and it, and like you say, in specific cases, you know, of course, we haven't had much diversity in the history of Hollywood so far. So really, at this point, it, you know, what I'm saying we don't know what it looks like on the other side. But it does matter when when you talk about the overall game and and you know. Shit, the stories being told with you know with certain texture, mm-hmm. better stories being told, and and I think right now we're in a place where we're seeing a lot of stories being told with diverse you know yeah. what I'm saying cast and crew that are being more successful. Like a lot of the black shows that's out now, with you know I guess Empires and the yeah. Powers and all those things, they have a lot of diversity on the crews uh-huh. and the cast. And you're seeing the success of those shows, so mm-hmm. I think it matters. But I will say there, there's a uh, like Tyler Perry is a perfect example of like there's I think there's a reaction mm-hmm. when it's overtly like Tyler Perry. Most of his whole company is are black, Probably. I right. believe. Right. Yeah. You and speak, so you can say it. You say that. Yeah. How you want to say it. No, but I'm just saying like <laughs> white like I believe. I, I'm, Go ahead, I'm, speak I'm, on. No, but like white. I don't think. Obviously, the themes of the movie are what they are. It's right. like white people aren't going Central in, in drones to, to go see Medea movies. Yeah. But like, I think there's like that negative reaction if you'd go too far. Like, obviously, you you want a, a, a mm-hmm. div- there should be a push for diversity across the board and not like all white or all black. It's like girls. Know. When that first season of Girls came out, it was like, well, where the black people at? You and Brooklyn. Right. And then the second season, it felt forced. Yeah, but and you don't need. It's like the yeah. whole yeah. SNL argument right. too. It's yeah. like. Find them when they're funny. Yeah, but for me, it's like I don't care that if this is an all white show, Uh it's an all black show, all black. But you know, it's just the point where it's just no fucking jobs. You know what I'm saying? Available. Uh You know what I'm saying? When when there are people that have the talent they're doing. Yeah. Well, I agree. I agree with talented people getting work. You know, I'm just I'm just curious about when it becomes. The cause, it becomes more about yeah. the cause than right. it is about the outcome. Right. You know, I'm always going to be about black people getting a check. You know what I'm saying? In every right. instance. But if it doesn't make sense to the story, right. it's it's interesting. But, I, you know, it's, you know, we in this time where a lot of that's being explored now. Like, yeah. we got to look at this. Yeah, I mean, look know, at the, the Seinfeld Topical, the, va- the Vanity Fair picture with all the late night hosts. Everybody's mad about that because it, it's a hi- it's highlighting the fact it's that old. all the late night hosts are 80% are white, white men mm-hmm. and the other 20% are light-skinned black dudes and there's no females and there's Wait, no... Fallon, right? Larry Seth Myers. James Corden. Cord. Like the, James Corden. You gotta look at the picture. It's Steven. all white dudes in really nice suits and, and obviously Larry Wilmore and Trevor Noah. There's no women, so women are upset. Mm. But it's like, well, no women host late night shows right now. Well, Chelsea right. Bailey has that Netflix it's deal. It's coming. Yeah. Samantha B has a show coming. But Girl like, Code Live. Exactly. Charlemagne's not on there. I'm just saying. Right. Shout out. Where's to the Arsenio? Yeah. So, uh, but you're right. It's 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 a weird. It's a interesting we're in a point. time where everything has to be ev- okay for everybody, right. and it's yeah. never going to happen. That, the, that. the SNL thing, and then they went out and they. I mean, she should have been hired, but she should have been hired at when everybody else was hired, yeah. not in the middle of the season when they got the pressure of we need right. we need a black Yeah, because when you get that job as the black person, it's like all of this undue pressure. You should just be, the pressure should just be to be funny rather than, you know, you are the appointed black castmate. 
You better pull your, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you better yeah. make strides better, out here. You got a black quota. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it kind of undermines your funny. But then, you right. know, like, but at the same time, though, if you don't, if you don't put a focus on it, I'm, I'm putting that as a question, kind of like affirmative action. If you don't put a focus on it, does it not get done? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a good I'm point. Like, and sometimes it gets done for a second, for a hot minute, for, for a reason, for a show. But you know what I'm saying? The, the whole point is, I guess, to be, for you know a little bit of equilibrium where where it's almost fair you know so but it's just never gonna I, be look fair. man i'll tell you straight up i've been i've been in the game a long time in terms of tv 15 years and uh writer for a lot of that and writing rooms like besides being in a brainstorm with damien i there, i can't name other like it just doesn't it's it doesn't come up yeah it doesn't come up and it's not to say like they wouldn't get hired. I just don't, I've never, I don't see those young kids coming up saying, I want to be a writer. I want to be a, I want to do like, we got to Sean on, on, um, on common sense. I'm like, like, where are your friends, man? Like, let's go. (laughs) Like, where are your friends? (laughs) Sean's black. But uh, he's the yeah. best. No, By the way, he's, I love him because his last name's Smickle, and I'm like, you're my yeah. favorite black guy who has the last name of like a, a, a word in Yiddish for a small penis. Oh wow, that's hilarious! I wonder if he knew that. Well, he had to know that by now. <laughs> I'm sure the that's, doctor was like, listen, but he's sure. the best. But I'm saying, you want to go by Diesel? <laughs> you, sure? you know, and, and we have the conversation on Common Sense all the time. Like we're like, yo, because we have Kaz from the stash, yeah. uh, real life Kaz on Shout all the Kaz. time. He's a great guy, but we're like, we need more Kazes. Yeah. Like, we need more, you know? And, and what does Kaz do? Kaz is the editor of, like, a hip-hop news website and magazine called The Stashed. And mm-hmm. uh, he's just a great uh, arbiter of, all, of, of the stuff that we cover on the show. But it's like, I, we'd love to hire him as a writer. But, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's got his own hustle. But yeah. it's like... Are there twenty more of there's, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, probably fifty, a hundred. There's a lot there's, of them. I'm sure there are, but I'm it's, saying in MTV and in Viacom, like it's just not. It's a collective thing where people on that side, on the hiring side, need to be a little bit more like they gotta they gotta be a little bit more proactive and go to where they are. And then on the talent side, same thing. Like you know, to get in the game, I realize. You got to do often before you get selected. So you got to kind of, especially if you a person of color, you might have to write your way. And again, you might have to create your own content that gains a little speed out there to where hopefully that shit breaks into the mainstream conversation. And then you are acknowledged as, okay, that's somebody we could work with. You know, look at someone like Issa Rae or there's a bunch of that happens a bunch. But at the same time, you know, at the same time. There are a bunch of these people out there already. It's just on on the hiring side, you got to be a little bit more uh, aggressive about finding these people. Ask Kaz. Yo, Kaz, give us five other names. We like do you it. asked me the other day, and we I got to give you those names. We do yeah. it all the time. We can, I, 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 I'm always, you know, in the beginning, I was DMing him all the time. Like, yo, send me... Send me what oh, you, you got. Send them, me direct. Muhammad, good dude. That's how I slide into dudes DMs. I'm Pause. good. I'm a good dude. Muhammad's a good dude. Let's do it. I do stuff. I just I met him. Like Let's shit. do it. Yeah, but um, Muhammad's actually a great. Now, dude. but how did how did you get in the game? I uh, I was a PA. Mm-hmm. I was a production assistant. I I PA'd on everything I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. I drove vans. I picked up puppets for crank yankers. I made coffee. I bought. I, I went and did the set arrangements on the Isaac Mizrahi show, like every anything and everything I could get my hands on. And then I got on boiling points. 
the old prank show on MTV yep. as a PA. And that was a show that was very uh, collaborative where everybody was pitching ideas. And that ended up becoming my first writing job. And then it was it was off from there. And MTV is such a so much content of all, on yeah, all those channels that so I many. just built that resume up. But but you also a page. In, in I was NBC. a page at NBC. That's that's something to speak on What's too. A but a page at NBC. I mean, that's a corporate program where there is. Yeah. They're Explain it, it a bit to uh, the listeners. NBC Page program is try hundred year hundred plus year old program at uh, NBC. Uh, um, when you get out of college, it's like make a year. Like, make it sound like Yale. It's a year I mean, long. It, it's a year long program, and you uh, it's very competitive. And you get in, and and you give the studio tours at at Thirty Rock. Mm -hmm. And you do that for like the first four months and then you become eligible for assignments in the building. And when I was there, it was much more entertainment folks. Now it's, now it's much more GE corporate folk focused. Mm -hmm. But like I worked on Rosie, I worked on Conan, I worked on SNL. I was the page assigned to SNL. So I had that whole like eight months, which was dope. Worked in the presence. Like it was graduate school for TV. And then when I yeah. got out, it's like I know 60 other people that, yeah. that ha are graduating or did graduate and moved. Like I knew somebody at every show. So yeah. I just like it needs to be more of that type of thing there's like you know and that's dope if you get into the page right there needs to be more of those programs yeah. that not only uh get you in the game like funnel you into the game but create this community of people coming up together yeah you know what i mean because then now that's your peer set and then now you got people all over the that game was exactly it man my first like 15 to. jobs all came from pay other pages that i knew and yeah. and landed somewhere else, but I'll, you know, like over at UCB, you have the first Black Harold team, yeah, with wow, you know Jarrah know. Milligan and uh, who's an MTV, -er. and the like. Those guys are getting hired now. On they're yeah. getting writing looks and yeah. produce, you know, uh, casting looks and stuff like that. So I always say, and I, I stand by this, and we've talked about this shit, but I always say you just got to put yourself in position. You know what I mean? Like when you see what's going on out there, something that you want to do, and you see what's going on out there research that shit i've always been the person like you know even if it was just in the hip-hop you know who produced that who was the engineer there who wrote on this show who all of that behind the scenes shit so you know okay this person is somebody i need to reach out and be sociable to talk i mean to you know speaking of kaz when we was leaving yesterday kaz was on his way to an event like that's a whole nother thing a lot of cats a lot of people in general, not just black, white, but a lot of people, as you get older, I've just thought about this. As you get older, you have to make an effort to be social. Yes. You have to make an effort. When you're coming up and you're trying to establish yourself, you need to be, you have to be social just because you can get a job. You're looking for opportunity. But typically, when you start getting those opportunities, you start getting that money, you start getting positions. And you start getting comfortable. You get comfortable. You could build a wall around yourself. You call people you're only familiar with. You don't go to shit that you don't have nothing about. Yeah. And that's how you could be washed and fall out the game. You have to make it a point yeah. to still be in that mix. And that's tough for a lot Let of me people. ask you a question, and at the risk of over, over, almost like being racistly oh, gen generalizing. Shit. No, it's not going to be bad. Here we go. Do you feel like uh, Chris, can young... Chris, can you mark this for potential Everybody, editing? but uh, Damien I know has had... The, yeah. Damien I know has had this experience, but do you feel like young uh, minority uh, creative people look more towards the performing side than the... Than the like... Because of the celebrity culture and like the hip hop culture, like I want to no. be the ma I want to be the man. 
I think we all answer it. I mean, what do you think? No, nah, I think it's, it's both. You know what I mean? Because you do have a contingency that, that wants to be in front of the camera and wants to, to be the star. But then, you know, people like us, I have a whole long laundry list of people in front of me and behind me right. that's just trying to work and do the projects and be behind the scenes and do this right. part of it and that part of it. A lot of, I think a lot of times it's most, it's, it's, it's one one part of it where you have the people who get it in, get in it, and then they don't like the culture of it that mm-hmm. that exists. I so, think that's a great point. You, know you get in it, and it's all white people, and you're right. like, eh, you know and what, then, this is fucking whack. And then you, it feels like they're treating you a certain kind of way when that's the culture of the place. And of so being it's, a PA, so it's yeah, being a PA, and you had to go get the coffee and all that shit, and then you know, what I'm saying like, yeah. you already, you know, what I'm saying got the slave shit in your mm-hmm. in your atmosphere, right, right. and then mm-hmm. motherfucker treating you like a slave. It's like, wait a minute, now. Toby, yeah. go get you some. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. A great, I mean, now, we'll go around, but I'll tell you a great story on on common sense. And I knew her from the buzz, but this uh, Bianca, she was the AP yeah. on Uncommon Sense. Um, and I worked, like I said, on the buzz. She got hired at Rachel Ray in mm-hmm. the middle of our season. Yeah. And obviously everybody clowned her, but like she went to Rachel Ray. It's a great gig. You can't pass up that gig. She going like, that's a show that wins Emmys. It's network. It's syndicated. That's where the money is. Mm-hmm. You sign a contract. Oh, like you get you get off week contract paid. is a big deal. Once you, yeah. It's dope. Like yeah. I told her, I was like, "There's no way you're staying at Uncommon Sense." Yeah, for, you know. So she went there and she texted me like two days. I go like, "How is it?" And she's like, "I'm the only person of any of any yeah. kind of minority on yeah. my floor." And I said to her, "I was like, I know that is crazy, but you need to embrace that and be that person yeah. and mm-hmm. be that like." Yeah pitching urban stories and pitching like we should have this person on they make you know Mm -hmm. whatever it is you got to be that person for that show and you will be indispensable and it will and then you'll be able to bring you know don't i was just like don't get freaked out by it own it and i think i think people get freaked out and then they don't have friends like you who can tell yeah. them from the other side? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they go back home. And like, I think no. that's a great point. It's got to be intimidating. Like you, you, you know what that motherfucker told me today? And then, and then they talking to friends who like, what? They told you that shit? That's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know. And then you had the other side of it to where the people who just don't have the work, the information. I mean, you get, oh. you got that one contingency. Yeah. People who just never that's gonna everybody. That's, that's, that's everybody. Everybody about. just don't want. They feel too big to be a well, PA. Well, I gotta pick my cousin up. It's like, no, dude, you right. gotta be we, on this. We're shoot. not even talking about them. Yeah. So we're talking about people who, yeah. all right, who are generally want to do some shit and can do some shit and are in the mix. Yeah. And then it's just other people who who just don't have the information, and that's where the research comes in, and that's where you know yeah. coming outside of your circle and and. And going to places where you don't know nobody and where they don't know you yeah. and and shaking hands with people who might not want to shake your hand. And even working on projects that you don't really have much interest in. You know right. what I mean? But it's a good opportunity. Like, for instance, like you just said, leaving Uncommon Sense, going to Rachel Ray, career-wise, is probably a great move. But culture-wise, it's going to be totally different. And you kind of got to you gotta grin and bear it. You got to, you know, bide your time. There's going to be times along your journey that it's not what you want, but mm-hmm. you can benefit from it if you just, you know, stick yeah. it out a bit. Right. Yeah. I'm sure the like back in the day, the buzz wasn't exactly the show that you wanted to be show showcasing yourself. I wasn't mad at the buzz. I had a good time there, just off the strength because Carrie's tits. Yeah, well, it, you know, shout out to Carrie Keegan. You know what I mean? She's good. She's she's good people. <laughs> Carrie's funny to the motherfucker too. She Carrie's is. quick too. It's she's just crazy. not tits. 
sense. No, but, but it's just I, not. I say, sense. but I say that. <laughs> no, be, I know what you're saying. But I say that because I used to book the comedians, and there were definitely, you know, uh, black comedians who were like, yeah. nah, yeah, I'm nah, sure. I, uh, nah. Yeah, sometimes that you gotta, show's whack. I'm not. Yeah, sometimes it can't even be about whack. I always looked at it like back to put yourself in position. I always look at it like different areas and i'm like i want some of that audience over there you know what i mean because i don't really have entree to that audience doing what i'm doing now so if i could take this little look and then get into them people then yeah, i'm gonna yeah. fuck with it you know and you know it's always been like that and then the people over there were cool you were cool uh you know like the whole the behind the scenes yeah we had great people it was we, fun but uh you know anyway we got into it like a deep yeah, good we no, no, that's but that's good information. That yeah. Somebody is going to be helped by that information. Let me ask you this: I got, I just one question. I definitely want to ask you, as a person that's been in TV fifteen years, in your opinion, what makes good TV? It's got to be entertaining. I have this argument all the Hilarious. time. Uh-huh. It's got to be entertaining. I, I'm, I, I have these arguments all the time with like people who are like, man, fucking the Daily Show is the end all be all to them, and like. Colbert is the end all be all and like um, Kimmy Schmidt mm -hmm. is the end all and I'm just like does that show really entertain you like to me Tough Crowd mm -hmm. was it was entertaining to you you know like Fallon is just entertaining mm -hmm. I'm just it has to be entertaining I don't care about informative like we talk about it all the time at uh, Uncommon Sense like this would be a great conversation I'm like yeah but would it be Entertain. So how do you gauge? Look, look, we talked about. Uh, we talked about the. We had to. Go, we had to do a show like two days after sure. uh, the the newscaster yeah. shooting, and we did a deep dive, and it was a great conversation, oh, and and parts of it were entertaining, but like, we obviously had to do it. But my instinct as a TV producer was, I I want to do some fun. I want to do some fun shit because mm -hmm. that's really what the viewers want to do want want to see mm -hmm. i don't know i'm a little jaded but I, it's about entertain it's it has to be entertaining to me it has to be upbeat and energetic and and hilarious like i'd rather have a um good conversation mm -hmm. that's entertaining than just good conversation oh yeah man you know like uh what's his name uh quinn tarantino i mean his dialogue is ridiculous yeah like, you know, Seinfeld dialogue. It's like I'm saying, Seinfeld could be in a restaurant, the, the Chinese restaurant episode, mm -hmm. or the, the episode when he's in the, trying to find his car in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. They're literally in a, in a mundane place, but the dialogue was so rich that it keeps you engaged for the whole entire episode. Well, even just the idea of it. That like, was it was genius. so accessible. Like, nobody had really done a storyline about going to the Chinese food restaurant, waiting to eat, being starving. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it was one of those things that was instantly, you got it immediately. So I'll, how did I'll you... crystallize it. The thing that kills me is... I think irony mm -hmm. gets confused with uh, Fun, humor. funny, uh -huh. and too many shows today, and too many like talents that get these jobs, uh -huh. like especially these YouTube stars. Yeah, it's like, don't give me thirty minutes of irony. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Break break that down a little more, like elaborate. Like, okay, what do, you, what do you mean by irony? Yeah, what do you like, mean by irony? Yeah, the Grace Helbig show, mm -hmm. giant YouTube star, you know she is, yeah. multiple million subscribers. You watch the show that E made for her, or mm -hmm. that she made for E, mm -hmm. and obviously she came with like, I got all these millions of followers. They, I'm sure they, you know, they were like, well, go do what you want. The show was like an abomination. It was <laughs> awful. It was we are her not politically correct. No, and I don't care that I'm not going to get hired on something that Grace Helbig does. But it's like 
it was her walking around this house and like talking. It's it all weird. just soaked in that like gross irony, ironic comedian vibe mm. as opposed to just funny motherfuckers. Like the fact that like dudes like Colin Quinn aren't on TV on a regular basis anymore is crazy to me. Yeah. I think it just goes in waves. Like whoever's popping the most, like a lot of that offbeat, you know, awkward, adorable humor became popping for a while. So everything had to be offbeat, adorable, and awkward. Exactly. And it's like, I think that shit is kind of over with, or it's kind of, you know, it needs some balance. But, uh, I mean, the other thing is, though, what the fuck? I just totally. Uh, Sim- simple is another thing. Cause I like, I'm in pitching now. Like, I, I'm, I've gotten to the level where, like, I can pitch an idea and I've, I tried to, you know, all I want to do is get one of my ideas through to make a show. I made a pilot last year, whatever, but it drives me crazy. You pitch an idea and it's a, whatever, it's a solid idea and you always get the note. It needs a twist. I'm sure, you know, from like being in these brainstorms and you, we all sit around and we come up with what we know Mm -hmm. works. And then somebody will come in and be like, I think it needs a twist. And it's like, no, it doesn't doesn't need a twist there's too many twists let's just gamble does, a little bit more does gambling diners drive-ins and dives have a twist at all the frosted tips besides that that shows the most successful food show on tv zero twist but if you went into a channel now and you pitch that it they'd laugh happen. you out of the room they'd be like no we need a twist they need maybe like people tweet in the suggestions it's like no <laughs> They don't tweet in the suggestions. You just do it. Just do it. Just go and so give me an entertaining before. person trying delicious looking food. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I hate to get philosophical, but like there's a Buddhist concept. Don't hate to get philosophical. Get philosophical. I hate that you're getting philosophical. Yeah. Just Philosophize, there's player. A, there's, a, uh, there's a Buddhist concept. I hope I'm breaking it down right. But I like, hope so, too. You... Yeah. You got you got the statue of the Buddha, right? And yeah. you and you look to that to give to to give you a reminder of what the Buddhist principles are. But then the the, the practice is you don't get attached to that because if you get attached to that, you're losing the concept of what it is to be a Buddhist, so to speak. I think what happens a lot with TV is that they'll watch the TV like oh, oh Breaking Bad works. Yeah. Let's replicate the format. So they look at it like it's an equation. Yeah. Yes. And you get attached mm-hmm. to mathematical the equation, comedy. I no say it all the time. And Damien and I talk about comedy, craft versus hustle. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys will watch comedians and go, oh, he's eating. I'm going to do comedy. Mm-hmm. And they just see the hustle. I can make money because he's doing it. Yeah. As opposed to being like, how can I generate authentic conversation in a room stemming from my own personal history or whatever your style is? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I see writers. I've watched some of these shows and it feels like writers are just writing for other writers. You know what I mean? Like, as a comedian, sometimes you I see think... a comic play just to the back of the room for the other comics mm-hmm. and miss the audience. They just want to show the comics how Yo, daring uh, yeah, they can yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Instead, how... of, instead of getting the laughs, they just get the ha! Yeah, they get the ooh, okay. From the mm-hmm. one. The cosign. Yeah, that was ooh, that was deep. No, tell... But it wasn't funny. It was just I'll keep it real and say, like, I watch SNL now. I'm uh-huh. the biggest SNL fo- like person i know Uh i'm like an encyclopedia i love that show i've been watching it my whole life Uh but i feel like when i watch the show now a lot of it is trying to make each other laugh in the writer's room like this Mm. is really this kills in the office yeah but like you're you gotta write a sketch that people are laughing at in idaho yeah. And they don't get that you're like quirky New York Brooklyn reference. Yeah. And yeah. all everything is like a YouTube joke or a, uh-huh. a or a Facebook thing. You know, it's like we they've lost that, you know, like the cold open 
I don't know. I could go on but and Andrew, on about SNL. Pep, I, do but, wanna, I do want to ask you this, though. Like, there's so many variables for a TV show to win, right? Like, God Cole went off for five seasons. Who would have thought, right? I mean, it went on. Again, no, no twist. No, no twist. There's no right? twist. Like That's a one-line pitch. Right. There's no way to... Every, and 90, it's brilliant. 99% of shows get canceled, right? In your yes. experience in, in working in TV, right? What you find carries the biggest ratio in success is it the talent is it the initial the, the initial way the idea is written there's dude there's no answer to that question if there was it you know it, it goes is back to formula now it is Den, so Den, Den, hard i've seen denzel denzel could take a shitty script well he's a hell of a performer that's what i'm yeah, saying i mean but then that goes back to the formula when you say well what works and what i guess i guess I, I guess I'm, like for me for comedy right like i know what i should i know what to stick to when i'm writing my material you get to that point in your career where you're like i kind of know where i where i have the most kind of investment and passion in my material like, I guess when you start running shows, you kind of know, like, I kind of know what I can deliver, like, in terms of yeah. your thing. Like, what do you, f you know what I'm saying? But that's more of a within thing. Because you yeah, already said, saying, yeah. I, I know Vlad, and you, right. you got to stay true to you. So for Andrew, well, for him, like, what's, oh, okay. yeah. I thought you yeah. were saying for TV. No, no, for him, for his oh, experience, okay. like, for, you know, in terms of, like, what you found with your experience and your journey in television. In terms of what, though? Like, um, like if you were to ask me about stand-up, right? Like when I first started out, I was just focusing a lot on the jokes. And then as I kept doing that, I started focusing on the relationships. Yeah. Okay, like, I'll yeah. tell you, I, you know, and it's a, you, you get into the chasing the, the title of the show. Like, uh, yo, I'm all, like, I gotta get a job on X. Conan. Uh -huh. I got, like, that, uh, I was obsessed with that. That's all I cared about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you learn eventually as you go on, it really doesn't matter. Like the only reason it matters, obviously, you know, the pay is maybe a little better and there's longevity, but like the only reason it matters is to get that cosign from other people doing it. Mm -hmm. But like I've been consistently work. I mean, again, pat my own back, but whatever, consistently writing and producing for 10 of those 15 years. Like I work mm -hmm. that I, I pride myself on the back. I work like I just wow. took a vacation I get the for job 10. Done. I, I worked. So. I work. But like that takes a back seat a lot of times to dudes that put up a one man show at UCB and have zero writing credits, but they get the advance, they get the they get the the door open for them right into to you know certain opportunities. Right. But like, and then me, I was like, well, I I've been working. Yeah. I feel like it's just no one right way. There's no, no one, I mean, right. no one way. You just like if you you even with like comedy, you have an idea of what is good comedy, and then someone could come and totally destroy all of that and kill. Like there's so many. I guess for me, it's just funny. Like even watching you, D. Like we've been friends for a long time, and yeah. I've seen your comedy develop. Uh -huh. And it's funny. It's amazing to watch how someone develops their creative muscle, uh -huh. and they know where to like. Like harness it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a great thing to watch. You start to become a yeah. little bit more comfortable with with your craft or whatever. You start to trust yourself, and then you're more. known for that. Like that's well, that, that's a Chris Rock piece. You like you start to get known for that type of you know. Yeah, but yeah. you known for that becomes your piece when you take those chances. Absolutely, because that's what's gonna separate yeah. you. Because everybody else, if you play it safe. You'll always be safe, right? You know what I'm saying? Like they say, that's why the, the lines in the middle of the road are yellow because they're too scared. You know what I'm saying? But like if you play it safe, you'll forever be safe. People be like, that was good. And that was good. But if you do something different, they say, yo, that guy, Vladimir Kamanyo, they know your name. Yeah. Oh, the third guy was good. Yeah. Vladimir, come on! That yeah. motherfucker was—you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Chris Rock did the, you know, the N-word yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like, 
another level. It blew up. That that was his. I think that was his breakout. Shit. Yeah. Chappelle did the the per, you know the hey, baby. The, and the purple stuff. Purple purple drink. Purple drink. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Like, and, and you don't never really know. You get that signature bit. Everybody, you know. And sometimes you don't know. It's just Jim like, Gaffigan's got hot pockets. Yeah. Like, you don't know what it is, but like, that's shit. That's true to him. That's his. And now he's to, the food comedian. I hate to bring him up, but, you know, Cosby got the dentist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, you know. So. Got that note. He got that anesthesia. Oh, oh, anesthesiologist. Oh, <laughs> he even got that then, basement he, office. Even then he was given a sign. He got that basement OBGYN <laughs> office. Oh, we don't OBG know what's happening down there. there. Anesthesiology. We really did a deep dive, y'all. I mean, yeah, we did a we did a we did a serious situation. We already. I wish we could talk more. Actually, man, this was great. We did a thing, man. I, you know, we had this man back one day. I appreciate know? it. Uh, we gonna. I think y'all want to get out of here. Y'all want to talk about some more <laughs> shit? I mean, we got time. We could want to rock. Let's rock. Fuck it. We gonna rock Let's out. Rock. We going into phase two on that ass. Overdrive. What do you want? What we want to? I mean, shit. It's a Should... lot going on, man. Um. Would you, I mean, you driving Teslas in the street? I mean, there's that going on. <laughs> um, I'm looking for a car, and uh, so you're going I, for a Tesla. Well, I was the Tesla because my, you know, my my my. Vlad on the come up, you know. Getting, yeah, he's letting <laughs> you know, it be Vlad, no, no, Vlad no. on the bubble I'm now. I'm not a regular <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I got he's about, on the, he on the bubble, are, so he 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 planning. I got three four pair shoulders in my book bag. You guys are hilarious. So I'm looking for a car, and I found out, Andrew. I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek. I'm a bit of a nerd. Um, I found out that two, 2017 Tesla is going to get 287 miles to the charge, and it's going to be worth 32k, priced at 32k. Mm-hmm. So I went to the I went to the showroom to go visit. You know, to, really? Yeah, that's How what much I heard. charge cost? Where are you charge? Your, your, your house? Can you charge? Dude, your I, I was just in Italy, and uh, there's charging stations everywhere. everywhere. I seen them in, in LA, mm, like, but in like a parking York. lot. You can need a hell of an extension. What if cord? you live in an apartment building? Where you charge? So yeah. basically, the way it works is the Tesla's kind of cool because like the GPS is set up so like it'll plot your route based on charging stations. Mm. So you can literally go cross country and it'll tell you where to stop. It'll say, "Hey, you need to stop here, 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 and get wow. a full charge." Oh, that's lit. And it charges half the battery in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you know they're doing, and the cars are just gorgeous. I mean, the Tesla car is like it's a twenty minutes. The, it'll charge you be the in and out of the gas station in Pew! four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta you gotta spending, plan your stops when you're in the yeah, Tesla. Yeah, Tesla, but you're spending you gas. Hope that you shit know. don't fritz on you. You're on the way to get some pussy. You gotta wait. I go twenty minutes. Yeah, man. I'm charging. Let me hey, 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 recharge my. We battery. gotta pull over and charge. <laughs> that's the new. Let's go park. You know what I mean? No, but that's charging, dope if you're yeah, going to get a Tesla. That's the new wave. That's the new That's the new Tesla commercial. Charge and chill. Cats hooking their Teslas up to street. Netflix, land, charge and chill. Hip-hop shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got the shit hooked up to the motherfucking lamp. Yeah, like man. it's rock steady park. I now look, wish I could put a Tesla engine in an old school Chevy or something. That may be. That may even be a possibility, dude. You take an old body and, and hybrid you know it. Better do that. Hybrid it. How cats put a Corvette engine in a Chevy. They could do that. Like an Impala. That's the yeah. next level. I'm sure this cat's working on that put shit. Put a Tesla in That's a, the next in, level. You know what I'm saying? In the seven tray. Your that's shit. actually, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised someone has that on the, that's a great idea. Take an old body and, and hybrid it. Just, you know. You got your shit hooked up know. to the surge protector. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel weird because uh, I'm in an advanced age and uh, I've never owned a car. Uh, like that's the New York, that's the New York life, man. Yeah, I start getting that like pang of like, I, I can't really afford it, but I just really want one because. How's <laughs> it driving? You drive well? Well, because I, I I drive so infrequently. I mean, I'm a I'm a cautious. Are you scared driver. to drive? Like no, no, I I I 
you know, drove uh, cube trucks and 16 pass vans all over the city when I was like, but I'm just saying like, there's something adult about having a car. And I just feel like I, like I want a car just for that. Like everybody's like, oh, I need yeah. it for the convenience. I, I want it because like, like I've never owned anything. Them tickets are gonna make you feel like a grown up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <they laughs> that alternate side parking. You gotta Ooh. care for your car like you an got animal. the whip. Yeah, I got the. Whip. I feel like you should be. And, you should be a consultant. Is, it's, it's real right now. I got eight points on my license. Dave, right you should now, be a consultant for like cats going to parking to negotiate parking violations yeah. at, the, at the courthouse. Is it more trouble than it's worth? Uh, nah, it's a headache. It could be a headache, but it's not now. I remember it's. You gotta learn how to deal with it. It's uh, the thing about going from a pedestrian to a driver or to a pedestrian to a motorist is there's a lot of new bills and shit to incur that immediately you like, oh, this is some bullshit. And you quietly wanna be like, all right, well, if I just not drive, I don't have to deal with the that. The hidden costs of the hidden costs of convenience. But yeah. after a while, you start learning how to. When I first started driving in the city, you get hit with wild tickets because you forget you gotta you gotta read these signs clearly. And they're not the clear. Make no. sure you good on your alternate side of the street yeah. shit. Make sure your your paperwork is up to date. Make sure all that. Make sure you know what the latest speed limit is because the speed limit just went down. And if you don't know, your ass will get caught. I got caught doing fucking forty and a thirty. That used to be a forty. What were you That's why I to? got eight points. What were you listening to? I was to? talking to you. You were with me when I got caught. Oh, it was me. What's yeah. the point level now? How many is I ten? Think Twelve is a problem, oh. but I'm at eight to where I got to now. <laughs> I had to pay two tickets. Those are expensive ass tickets. Then they hit you with a driver assessment fee because now I'm in the danger zone. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? So it is. It, it's not always worth. I mean, there's you know, there's a love hate thing. I don't, I don't like the train after you know, fucking right. local train at one in the morning from right. Brooklyn to Washington Heights. That shit is, you know, that's yeah. like a cross country flight. Yeah. And the characters that show up on that train line at that time. Yeah, yeah. Speak. I mean, it's worth it, but you got to be an adult with it. You, you, also adult. Or you will pay. It's also I, the industry. New York, like New comedian. York fosters uh, laziness and like. In that regard, like you don't have, like I have one really large bill in my life, which is my rent, and then everything else. Yeah. yeah but like, once you add a get. car to that, then you got insurance, and you got parking, and yep. you got you know, gas. Gas. Bitch, you get towed because that shit. Is, the tow is crazy. That tow, the boot, yeah. the boot, got, and the tow. I almost was bankrupt by a tow back <laughs> in the day, and you've been towed a couple times. That should give you PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> that that uh, compound on the West Side Highway. Uh, Any of them. All of them. They yeah. all like them. Look, when you hit a beep beep, you're looking out the window like, oh shit, trauma, man, trauma. Do I have any yeah, tickets? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of cars, we're about to pull out of here yeah. and uh, get on transform and roll out. Yeah, man. Uh, you got any plugs you wanna? Yeah, man. Uh, at Ange Gold A N G E G O L D on Twitter. At Goldstein Andrew, my name backwards on uh, Instagram, and watch on Common Sense, guys. It's, I, it's really a good show. I like good I don't show. just say, you know, I, I won't I won't usually say it, but funny. It's a really good show. Uh and we're Fridays at eleven and next week we're gonna be Wednesdays uh at eleven and uh really funny people like Damien show up on it from time to time and and uh I'm really proud of it and uh I think that's all I got. Before you before you go, top five burger spots in New York City. Go ahead. I I love Shake Shack. Ah, Quick. Just I love quick Shake Jack. I love JG Mellon on the Upper East Side. I love uh, the Spotted Pig is my number one, number one, number one. Okay. Spotted Pig. Uh, the Spotted okay. Pig is dope. Any New Yorker should eat there once in their life. That's okay. that's my last meal in New York uh, if I had to. Um, 
what are my other ones? Two more. Uh, oh, the Burger Joint in the Parker Meridian. Uh-huh. That's that's an OG. That's uh-huh. one of my favorites. And I'll give you pizza, uh, the Emily Burger okay, in Brooklyn. Should, yeah. That's a $22 burger, Ooh. but it's real good. Spicy. That's like a crazy new hybrid situation going on there, but it's real good. Let us know if you agree or disagree. If you got any other places, let us know in those comments. Muhammad, where you at? I'm at MrMuhammad.com and at MrMuhammad on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Vlad, what's cracking? Uh, laughingvlad.com. Check out the website. My, my dates are on. I'm in the city for the next two weeks, and then I then I'll be out uh on the west coast again. I'm flying out out there for some stuff. Right. But I'm in the city for the next two weeks. I'll be at Levity Live next weekend, uh, for a couple shows out there. By Coastal Camayo, is that it? Yeah. By Coastal Camayo. Hey we, we out here flying back and forth, man. We doing we doing the damn thing Good for you. That's what's up, man. Ah. Uh, Shit, I'm judging a roast battle on Saturday the 19th over at New York Comedy Club. That should be fun. And, uh, yo, shout out to everybody that came through to the Stress Factory this past weekend, man. We had a good, good time. It was fun as shit. A lot of in-the-conversation listeners that showed love and and, uh, showed their face, and we definitely support it. And, uh, yeah, keep rocking with us. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell your enemy. Get in the conversation. In the conversation. We out.